Welcome everybody to Con Culture Podcast. We we are here today. This is where we are. Uh, we just got to share share that we're live. Let everybody get in here, um, and then we'll tell you who our special guest is. You can see him, and you you know who he is. But I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna hold off on announcing it for the recorded version of the podcast because they haven't heard him yet. They don't know who he is. Oh, this suspense is killing me. I know. <laughs> It's it's super fun. I'm so excited. And I'm glad we got and I tested this earlier in the week, thankfully, so everything's working. I just need to share this to our group to let everybody know we are live. I'm uh, sharing it. We as had well. a lot of interest in this episode, so we have Night Mage. That sounds like we caught something. We have Night Mage. The whole <laughs> hey! cast has been the whole cast. Like, was, like can I talk now? You, yeah, you no, you're you're free to talk. Okay, you're all right, good great. To talk. Okay. You're, yeah. You can never, never, don't worry about staying silent. You never have to stay silent here. <laughs> this you. is your Thank show. You. We're just, we're just here to, to be here. Um, but yeah, we usually give um, the people a little time to come in here into the chat. This little space up here is bothering the shit out of me. And if you want to see what we look like, Facebook, Twitch, Mixer, you can look at any of those and you will see us and you will see how they see us. There's a slight delay to it, but... but you, you don't want to do that, though. <laughs> you don't want to do... You if really don't want to If do you're that. listening to this, then you are really fortunate, because you don't have to see us. And it, <laughs> for some reason, like, we have a huge following in Sweden. It's awesome. Yeah. We have we're more gonna go, Swedish... We're going to go visit Sweden <laughs> We have to, because we have literally more downloads in Sweden than we do in America. And I'm I my favorite what? chef. I don't know how to reconcile it. I just don't. But we have, in the past month, I mean, close to 200 downloads in Sweden and like 190-something <laughs> a month in America. Dude, so, take it. Take it. I, yeah, Go good, to Sweden good, one day. Good Sweden on con. me. Good on we me. We also have a couple of people in China, right? Yes. We have people in China okay. and Thailand, uh, a very Ireland. nice fan in Singapore, and some Ireland people. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I had a I had a huge fan base in Russia at one point. Oh. Like Russia was like one of my biggest fans. Just like, popping what? off. You had comments in Russian yeah. and shit. It's like yeah, this is my like, man, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense because I see some cosplayers that are phenomenal, and I click and I can't read anything in their caption, and I'm like, oh, they're uh, Russian. Yeah. They're Russian. That's why. So I, I I can see how you would be big. Like you're already huge here, so I can see how you would be huge everywhere else. Nah. Nah. You are humble as shit, sir, but you are massive, and a lot of people know you. I have Andrew cosplays are phenomenal. Oh my god! Like trying to choose a cosplay for our like promo stuff, I was like, "What?" Like no, that one, that one, (laughs) that one, that one. one. I literally created like so many different ones, and I was like, "I don't like." I they're all so good. I don't know where to put them. I don't know what to do with all this. That's literally how it feels, man. Like you guys make me blush. Well, you, so you don't. Much. You're one of the few. Like, there's a handful of cosplayers I know that have zero shitty cosplays. Just zero shitty cosplays. First of all, sir, there is no such thing as a <laughs> shitty cosplay. See, first of all, that's what makes you an all even right? better human. But I mean, like, all of yours are at a level that I could only dream of. Is what I mean by shitty cosplay. Ah. Like, you make everything look good, and you don't stick to the stigma of only doing big dudes. I've seen right. you do Cyclops, Gambit, Spawn, like a wide gamut of characters, and you don't show. let size limit you. So I'm like, yeah, because, yes, give man, some. Like, if we're getting into it now, like I, like 
cosplay is just your fan art, right? Yeah. So it's 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 my vision of this character yes. as me. Yes. So I, I'm not going to you know try and try and limit myself to to characters to who you, you can know do that fit your body right. type and exactly. I gotta so. do that. I'm gonna do my chunky John Constantine. <laughs> do it. Like like why can't John Constantine look like you on Earth number nine hundred and ninety nine? Huh? Yep. You are so exactly. amazing. That 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 is the perfect way to explain it to a nerd like me, because I'm like, you know what? He probably does look like me on that earth. Right? Right? Son of a bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm taking I do it. Like that. I'm taking it. That's the best explanation I've ever heard. Now I have the confidence to cosplay anything. But we do have to tackle before we get into our normal fun stuff, we do want to tackle a very serious topic. Uh because and we had a discussion about this beforehand. Um, we wanted to discuss this because we felt that if we did not discuss this, it would be insulting and insensitive and just downright disrespectful to just like act like everything's okay when it's not. So, um, we are discussing the protest taking place, uh, what happened to Mr. George Floyd and everything that's taken place afterwards, including what a certain commander in chief is doing and we won't hearken too much on the negative we'll try to stay but we got to be honest with how everything's going down we have to be real about it and we're going to give our, our our 10 cents the entire time so i will i guess i i will start off by asking you some questions about this mr mage <laughs> because mr mage mr mage that. yeah <laughs> no um you are a member of law enforcement, and I saw a post of yours that actually spoke on you being out there. And y'all had a peaceful protest, and everything, from what I read, seemed to have, have, have gone off without a hitch, and everybody stayed safe, everybody got home safe, which we're super thankful for. So I want to ask you what it's like being out there as a member of law enforcement, and how that, what was that experience like? And how has this whole thing kind of been for you? Um, so I, I've been in law enforcement for going on 20 years now. And it, it's always been, um, it's always been tough um, in the sense of kind of riding that fence between um, <laughs> being black, but then also just being a black cop, you know? Yeah. Um, but anytime something like this happens and racial tension is at its peak, just the stress level and the frustration just jumps because I get to see both sides of the story. So I, I understand the, I, I just, I, I understand both sides. And I think one thing that people don't realize is just because you are, just because you are on one side, doesn't mean that you can't empathize with the other side in some kind of way. You know what I mean? I think that's the problem is everyone is kind of seeing um, one viewpoint and they're so tunnel vision with it that they don't want to listen at all to the other side to actually try and learn something. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's just, I mean, it, the, the past, I honestly, I haven't slept well for the past like couple weeks. Um, I mean, it's just not with the George Floyd stuff. It's just, it's been, a t it's like been two months worth of, you know, back to back to back stuff going on. Yeah. And I don't know. It just it just hits home with me. I mean, I've even had my my run-ins. Even being in law enforcement, I've had my run-in with law enforcement. So again, I, I see both sides of it. But um, I, I'm 
it sounds crazy to say this, but the silver lining is um, there is a movement happening, and you can feel it, and it's a positive movement. I mean, it's going to be rough getting there, but it's a positive movement. Like today, um, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, video of George Floyd's daughter, and I dare you to watch this video without tearing up where she's saying, my daddy changed the world. And she is absolutely correct. Like, even if it's just a small bit that this has changed the world. And that's that's the silver lining to it. And yeah. she's smiling when she says it. Right. She's, she's not she's on She's on her uncle's shoulders, George's brother, correct? Right? Mm-hmm. And she's look like, yeah, that video, it's like three seconds long but it brought me to tears I mean it's bringing me to tears now thinking about it like she's so young and has experienced horrific things and still has a smile on her face and realizes that her dad is changing the world right and yeah yeah. it's it's a heavy topic and it is. I have, Trey and I discussed this earlier. We're like, it's beautiful to see. Like when we did the blackout on social media, everybody mm-hmm. put up the black. I saw celebrities. Everybody was in on it. We were all on the same page for that day, which was, well, for the most part, everybody. For I the felt, most part. I felt yeah. amazed at how many friends I had that just did it. Some that were even Trump supporters before the incidents and before right. they took it too far and they did it. And it, it, it gave me hope. And Trey and I were discussing that it was beautiful to see, but it sucks that George Floyd had to die for this to happen. Right. Like Ahmaud Aubrey was just a couple weeks before, or a couple months before. And then we have Trayvon. Like the list is ongoing. And it it just happened to strike at the right time during a pandemic. So we were all home to watch it. It was at the right angle for the right duration of time. For us to see something that has happened across this country for hundreds of years. This is this a new fir- shit. This is the first time that um, I've seen just like yeah, a collective wave saying, yeah, that's fucked up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, enough is like, enough. Yeah, everyone, this, this actually woken a lot of people up to, to the injustice that really is there. And yeah, like you said, it, it sucks that someone had to die because of it, but... Again, the silver lining is he changed the world, and this yeah. has changed the world. And it literally is the world. There's protests taking place in London, right. in, Australia. In, in Hong Kong, Australia. It's the last time all 50 states stood together in protests. I can't name a time when you can literally throw a dart at a map of America and hit a protest. Mm-hmm. It was in every, almost every major city was having a protest. Even small towns were having Small protests. And the majority, that's the thing that's killing me, is the majority of these are peaceful protests. And then you have people, obviously, after dark is when it goes south. There's people who are angry. There's people who are being led on and antagonized and pushed. And then the show of force on one side, you have young law enforcement on one side and young kids on the other. You put two kids on opposite sides of each other and you throw anger in the mix and this emotion... In the height of a pandemic. In the height of a pandemic, everybody was on edge already. Think about it. I don't know about you guys, but every time I went to the grocery store, I was nervous because you were taking a health risk leaving your house. You, unfortunately, were in law enforcement. You were out there regardless. 
and and it made you nervous. Your interactions with people were different. Like you had all that on your mind, and then this happens, and the whole world catches fire, in the best way, hopefully, and leads to change. But it, it was it's heavy stuff to experience, and it's unnerving. Like you said, you haven't slept. Anxiety's been high. I know Gigi had to take a break the other day just from yeah, seeing I had to, all yeah. of this. Well, and and what's important about, like, I took a break from social media, but in that time, I was taking that break to inform myself, to read literature. I bought four books, and I'm going to read them in the next month, like, because I I need to to educate myself. That's my job. Like, I didn't live the life obviously I'm very pale and white. Like I didn't live the life. I don't understand the struggles, but I want to, like I, as an ally need to take those on and I need to do as much as I can to read as much as I can. So I can fight. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of people feel that. I mean, you, it's, it's, it was next to impossible for me to find the four books that I found. There was eight on my list that I wanted to read and I found those four and I was lucky to find those four and everything was like, order it now because if you don't order it, it's going to go in like 30 minutes. Like, so yeah, it's the thing uh, that I think what you just said is, um, you being white, you kind of don't understand fully because you haven't experienced, but to me, I believe that this movement is more than just about the black lives matter and the fact of it, but it's, also just about police brutality in yeah. general and you fall into that yeah so don't think that like you're excluded from this no you're not i mean you're part of this movement because let's be honest like the injustice can happen to you too you know what yeah. i mean however with that being said breaking it down further that's where the black lives matter comes in is because we are more at risk than you in that, but you're still at risk. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I told someone earlier in the day. It's like, hey, and Trey sent me a beautiful clip from Ashton Kutcher where he explains it because his son wanted to read a bed. I I literally got goosebumps, but his son, every night, his son and his daughter get a bedtime story read to them. And the daughter always goes first. Then the son gets to pick his book. That's the order. Ladies first. And his son, for some reason, that night was just like, why don't I get to go first? Like, I want to go first. She always goes first. And it hit him. And the words came to him that spoke to this exact moment exactly. And he's like, she gets to go first because for some people, girls don't get to go at all. Like, they don't go at all. So for me and you, girls go first. She goes first because for some people, they don't even let girls go. So that's why we do this. And that's why she's first. And he said, that's a great analogy for Black Lives Matter. Yes, all lives matter. But because to some people, Black Lives don't matter at all. That's why Black Lives Matter is so important and why everybody's saying it. And it just literal goosebumps when he explained it. He was tearing up and... Like, you're right. This is for everybody, not just black lives. Yes, we're disproportionate. Minorities are disproportionately affected. I, being a Hispanic male, have had instances. Like, my first gun pulled on me was by a cop at age 13. Like, there were too many. 
too many Mexicans in a car. Literally right. why we got pulled over. It, the cut list fit the description of another cut list that did something. There were too many of us in the car. So it was guns pulled, three squad cars, put on the face to the damn hood, gun to the, like, pressed up again. 13-year-old kid. Like, we were too many brown people in a car was ultimately the real reason. So we all I've seen that. It. I've seen that post, like, um, you know, when was your first time you've ever had a gun pointed at you by a cop? And looking at it, my answer, the, the first time I've ever had a gun pointed at me by a cop was 12 years ago. So if I've been in law enforcement for 20 years, you do that math. I mean, yeah. that's jacked up, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to really go into the circumstances of what happened, but that was the first time really being in law enforcement, um, seeing that, you know what, just because... I am your brother by the badge. I'm still black. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm black first. And yeah. that's always going to come first. And that's what's going to really matter in the end. Dude, yeah. That's, that's he awesome. had an amazing post about that. Um, our buddy, buddy Terrell. Um, three photos from him as um, being an army vet and him being a cosplayer and him being, just being a black man in America. Um, he said, the first photo, people thank me for my service. The second photo, people want to take a picture with me. The third photo, I'm just a scary black man. And I mean, that just when, it breaks your heart reading that. And I've been talking to Juan a lot about this. Like, I mean, my eyes have been incredibly open to this and I'm mad, so mad and feel so guilty with myself, how long they've been quote shut and to not realize, like you're saying, it's like, I've never experienced these since I've never had a gun pulled on me from a cop or from anyone for that matter. And it just breaks my heart that not everyone in this country can say the same thing. Yeah. It, 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 it's opened a lot of people's eyes, which is the good thing. Cause now it's out there. Now we're all sharing our experience. Like David here said, we were young and we got it pulled on. He was eight years in law enforcement and still got the gun pulled on him because he was black. So, and to see, this is the hard part for me to see a leader, our, our leader, whether we like him or not, just completely disregarding that fact that everybody, every, almost everybody else seems to fucking get this was wrong. We went too far. People have resigned from their office because of the way he's acted, because this is one straw too many. Like it's the straw that broke the camel's back for the country. But even people in his circle are like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is wrong. Plain yeah. and simple. But to see him get up there and say we need law and order and that this is an Antifa movement for some reason, which stands for anti-fascist, which I don't know why anybody would be pro-fascist, but that's a whole different story. And just not take leadership, not take ownership of what's going on, claim no responsibility, only talk to the Floyd family after Biden did, and that was reported on, so he's like, shit, that's something I need to do. And right. if you listen to George Flo uh, Floyd's brother, he's like, I didn't even get a word in. He wouldn't let me talk. He just talked the whole conversation. So he talked he, to them. He didn't talk he talked with to them. them. He didn't talk with them. Right. He didn't share in their pain. He went to a church, didn't go inside, bashed a bunch of peaceful protesters out of the way so he could yeah, go I take a photo that. op just because Twitter called him Bunker Boy. It was trending on Twitter bunker boy what does he do he does his little show of strength bashes innocent protesters 
and people are trying to say they weren't innocent. They were throwing things. They were sitting the fuck down. Yeah. How are you a threat sitting Indian style? Yes, they were hurling water bottles, but it wasn't going to hurt nobody. Not anybody who was wearing a hood and armor and water bottles weren't going to do anything. They moved when he was going to go take the photo op because he announced it when the press conference in. He's like, and now I'm going to go somewhere very special. Walked across the street, took that goofy photo with the Bible. Like, he doesn't even know how to hold it. The part that killed me. Because it's so Wasn't disrespectful. Wasn't it upside down? Wasn't it was upside Bible down and backwards. And the disrespectful part, that wasn't even the worst of it. They're like, well, is that your Bible? He's like, it's a Bible. Literal <laughs> answer. It's a Bible. He's never opened the book. He's been asked oh, no, this before. But if you see him in other interviews, he says, no, it's his favorite book. It's very special to him. But yeah, you ask him to quote any verse. Oh, no, no, that's too personal. I don't want to go into that. Yeah. yeah. Book we've all read. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing honestly surprises me anymore. Like, right. we, we get through it with him. It, it, does not, it does not surprise me. But again, the silver lining is the people who are diehard supporters have actually starting to open their eyes to it yeah yeah and that that's what i'm focusing is on is the more he does this the more people are distancing themselves so yeah no i i like it I, and i really hope it this was the catalyst we needed to get him out um chewbacca on twitch says uh maybe he can't read maybe can't. <laughs> you know what they have they have audio. No, that's not an excuse. No. They have audio <laughs> versions of it. Gigi says no pass. No pass because he could have got nope. the audible. Uh, Andrea Zura on Facebook says Mage is the wisest of them all. I have to agree with that. You are spitting some wisdom. He is so sage-like <laughs> and mage-like. But no, yeah, uh, that is a silver lining. And I think that's a great, great uh, segue on this is like, this is going to get better because now we are united towards a common purpose and a common cause. As much as they try to make it about looting, as much as they try to say that it's, it's Antifa and it's getting out of hand, we're not letting it distract us this time. We we're know what right it's thing. about. We are standing nope, united. Different. And just like Standing Rock just won in court so the pipeline's not getting put under the river, we too shall be victorious. We had charges announced today on all four officers. Yeah. We have second degree murder on the man who literally left his knee on the neck for almost nine minutes. Anybody, Eight minutes and 43 seconds. Anybody, 42? It, it, it's, it's too fucking long. Anybody who is either in law enforcement that's been properly trained or any martial artist. Do, I, I saw an interview with martial artists discussing this. That's how. That's literally how triangle chokes work. You Here's cut the off thing the blood supply. I keep hearing training, 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 and I'm always in the mindset that you could train someone until they're blue in the face. That doesn't change their moral standpoint. If you're just an asshole, the train all the training in the world isn't going to turn you into a a nice person. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I think honestly, with that, is really just going in our hiring processes and, and yeah. yeah so we got to check the people stuff. before they even get in that position of power. exactly the problem is most departments are so understaffed that they're kind of just really taking people with anyone with a pulse i've, I've seen and, you know, in instances yeah and and then once you know they get through their probation period then within they're in the union it's just so hard to fire them that 
they're pretty much stuck there until they really, really screw up. But by the time they really screw up like this... Somebody dies. Or gets seriously right. injured. God knows yeah. what else these guys have done before this. Oh, there was about 17 active right. cases on this, or 17 oh, yeah. active hadn't, reports on this dude. Hadn't he... Did, did he... And correct me if I'm wrong, but hadn't he done, like, accidentally killed a, an indigenous woman? Or was that... That could have been false. No, um, I think... It, I don't know logistics of it, but I know he had, like, two other active um, shooting situations, and he did kill one... He shot um, a Native black American. Man. Yeah. Yeah, and then he killed one Native American. Uh, yeah. thought it was a man. I there's so, I've seen so many Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Too many fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, it's I mean exactly. the fact that we're like you know like the there's The fact that we can pull out multiple, yeah. Swirling. Yeah. It's 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 not a good look. And yeah, they tried to it, Fernando's pointed out they try to point out that they he had methamphetamines in his system and having a knee on the back of your neck isn't a good mix. It's it has nothing to do with the methamphetamines. Anybody I, I've trained in martial arts, sambo, jujitsu. I know how that area of the body works. And the principle of a triangle chokehold, if you put pressure there, even moderate pressure, which is why in mixed martial arts they teach you to go for, for that deep blood choke, not the airway choke. You're not limiting the airway so he could breathe, he can talk, but that blood supply is restricted. And normally, if you put enough pressure, you got four seconds in your night-night. They put just enough pressure on him to bleed him out slowly and restrict his oxygen to where it ended up causing a heart attack and all those other issues because he wasn't getting sufficient oxygen to his body. The independent autopsy confirmed it was asphyxiation. And this is the bullshit mixed messaging that, oh, he was on drugs. Oh, he was out of shape. Oh, he was kind of hefty. No. He had a fucking knee on his neck for almost nine minutes. You already knew that like, that was going to happen. You yeah, already knew yeah, it was going to yeah. be, a, a try and be a smear campaign afterwards. I mean, yeah. that, that's This is how they get off. Happened. This to is how they always justify, got off. To yes. try and just, like, how are you? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's always it's always been like that though. See, like it angers you guys, and it doesn't surprise me and 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 Mage anymore. It just doesn't. Like we've seen, we it's expected. We're shocked yeah. that this many people cared. I, I don't want to speak for myself, but I'm surprised this no, many absolutely. people gave a fuck. As, honestly, as a, I'm I'm with you. As a brown man myself, like I I'm fuck. I was, boom. Every city in America gives a shit. All of us. And, and that's the thing. Like, I had to make a post about it yesterday with like Blackout Tuesday the, to the point where everyone cared that they were willing to actually put themselves out there to say that they care. Yes. Like, a lot of people sometimes care, but they don't want to vocalize it because their fear of backlash or fear of like losing you know, businesses and, and followers and fans and friends and family, stuff like that. But to this point, people are just like, screw it, man. I got to say something. Yeah. And, and it happened, dude. Like So many arguments and... and and people, you know, blocking each other and, and unfriending each losing, other, unfriending and losing, you know, businesses and stuff like that. Dude, there was it. It happened, but people stood their ground and they're yeah. like, "Fine, the right choice it. isn't always the easiest." Yeah, yeah, yeah. the right choice exactly. is not always the easiest. And Misha cosplay. That's such an important point. Training is important, but training proper techniques won't magically change your morals. 
yeah, Mish yeah. cosplay on Twitch. That is, that's what Night Mage hit the nail on the head with. Um, but no, yeah, it, 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 there is a silver lining that this is getting better. We're not getting distracted by the bullshit. The smear campaign didn't fucking work this time. Telling us to go the fuck home didn't work this time. Uh, and I think back to a Tupac quote, we've been banging on the door for so long, we're tired of asking. We're, we're kicking the door down now. We are getting changed. We have the charges on these officers. Like I said, second degree murder for the one with the knee on the neck. Second degree aiding and abetting. Manslaughter and second degree murder on the other three. Because they were watching. Any one of them could have been like, hey, knee off the neck. He was handcuffed. He was apprehended. Right. It was over. Put him in the there was actually there was a video of um I think it was in Seattle uh, during one of the protests and that actually happened like there's video of the guy he had the um, guy on the ground uh, the cop had a, the knee on the neck exact same position the crowd went crazy way, everything crowd went crazy and his partner just physically oh, just took his leg and just like pushed him like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is what wrong with you oh my gosh like they're literally protesting this. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get us all killed if you do some stupid shit like that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's, that's what we need a lot more of it, it, within law enforcement is yeah. us policing ourselves. Yes. And the, the problem with it is I think it's like with any kind of group. So you take like any kind of faction, any kind of like fraternity, sorority, um, biker gang, street gang, law enforcement, whatever. When you join a group you almost kind of feel like you're in that brotherhood and you don't yes. want to admit that something you're a part of has flaws. You know yes. what I mean? And I think that that's something we need to do. We need to look within ourselves and say, man, like we got flaws. And if I'm one of the good ones, I don't want to, I don't want to just kind of overlook what's happening. I need to be involved. Even if that means me being ousted and so forth, I need to say something. I need to do something. And so, yeah, that's what we need more of. Definitely. And, and, and it's happening. We have cities like Atlanta, um, like other cities where there's black chiefs now. The chief of police is black. And they they're, they're now have the courage because the whole world's mad. You now have everybody behind you. You could fire right. people. Like the tasing incident Dude, in Atlanta. Listen, and I was just going <clears> to bring that up. Like, just because you're a black cop, again, this goes with just to the police brutality part of it doesn't absolve you from don't like you doing the wrong thing like if it doesn't matter what color you are if you're wrong you're wrong yeah so yeah i've I'm, I'm I'm, I've, I've been I've, in instances where the and it's it goes back to the 80s with nwa black police showing off for the white cop i've been in instances where the minority officer is going extra hard because he wants to look good in front of his buddies and he can handle this situation and he's going to keep these people in check because they're his people I've right. been in those situations. And like you said, the wrong is always wrong. Doesn't matter your color. So uh, the silver lining, though, that's what we try to focus on. Everybody, we're not paying attention to the bullshit. It's over. We got our charges. Now we need convictions. Now we need them behind bars with some serious charges. And this can't happen again. Like, we got to have permanent change. Like you said, the hiring this process. can't be a trending topic anymore. Yeah. Implicit bias training. Topic. Implicit bias training is cool. But it's not going to change who you are. All right. So that, that is us discussing that topic because we had to. We couldn't stay silent. This is it, guys. I, I thank everybody who stood up and, and supported the movement, what it's really about, not what they're trying to say it's about. 
What's up, man? Going back to people supporting the movement, like Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Corporations, like, PlayStation play. pushed their announcements back. They were going to do a whole demo, and they're like, push that shit back because it doesn't matter right now. What did Pokemon do? I heard, I knew about PlayStation. Um, they released a post basically in support of the Black Lives Matter, and I believe they were making like a huge donation um, to oh, to a charity. Awesome. But like Nickelodeon, I think. Dude, and, Nickelodeon, Sesame yeah. Street, like it's just yeah, Sony, like all these. It's just it's been amazing. Yeah, yeah this is another one. This is another one. Um, I saw Chewbacca for president says I saw a Facebook post where a white cop pushed. A kneeling black woman over and a female black cop just went. Yes. I love that clip. Yes. I that saw it earlier today. Him away. She like Screamed is like following after him. And you I can't hear no. what she's saying if this is the same video. Yes. I couldn't yeah, hear what she was saying because people saying are cheering. But like um, he went being all big and macho to like tail tuck between dog. his legs, running away as she is chasing after him. Like, yes. I had just saw, I think, an article on that. Um, I guess today they suspended him, and like he, now he's under investigation for it. That's know, what we. That's all abuse, we're asking for. We're not asking accountability. for accountability. Like vilify yeah. the police. We're just asking for accountability. When shit goes down, don't always think we did the wrong thing. Right. Well, and the thing is, like at, at my job, if I pushed somebody, I would get in trouble. Yeah, like, in any profession. If you're a retailer, if you're if you work at McDonald's and you push a customer, you're fired. They don't even care if it was like if yeah. you initiated it, you're fired. If you go too far in any other profession, Chris Rock said it best. In some jobs, you can't have bad apples. Law enforcement is one of them. American Airlines isn't like, well, our pilots like to land most of our planes. <laughs> Some just like to crash into the Please mountains. bear with us. They're just yeah, a few bad right. apples. Please bear with that us. That is the best analogy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Sergio, thank you all so much from the real to real three dudes of doom and myself personally as well for discussing this all important topic, adding the impact. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Sergio. He hosts his own podcasts, a wrestling podcast and a movie podcast. Such an amazing guy. He also has a cooking channel on YouTube. You all should go check out. He has a uh, cooking channel. Yeah, oh, it's, I'm it, gonna have well, to it's literally that. like him trying foods he's never tried before. <laughs> that like he had, um, uh, like I, I call it alphabetti spaghetti, but it's uh, raviolis, the ravioli spaghetti, pretty much. Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Chef Boyardee spaghetti. It's like spaghetti and meatballs in the tiny red canister. He had never had it because his, his parents, uh, you know, when when you're not as wealthy you don't get to eat out as much you don't get to eat name yeah. brand your mom makes you a homemade dish from whatever we scrapped together and that's what we ate and he grew up in that household where everything was made from scratch and so he tried it for the first time and the the faces he makes trying these dishes is so funny because he does <laughs> love to cook but he eats the spaghetti and meatballs and it goes in his mouth and he's just like mm. does that slow chew and he's like it doesn't taste like spaghetti. <laughs> it's, like, no, it's like sweet. Yeah. Does, he take, does he take suggestions? Yes, yes, he does. You go into his comment All section. Right. He said stay away from it. No, you need to go watch these. They're hilarious. <laughs> so right. you give him All suggestions. Right. He'll go buy it and try it. And oh, it's it's epic. I loved I loved the episode from the get-go. That's awesome. We'll, we'll post it on our Facebook page. We'll post it on our Instagram to support his YouTube channel. We'll get y'all how to get to him. But yeah. That's uh, going to transition us to our lighter topic because 
we are looking at the silver lining. This is going to change because now there's accountability. Now people are getting fired. Now people are getting investigated. There's a, a civil rights investigation against the entire Minneapolis police force. And uh, Night Mage needs a cooking channel. Andrea Zara, you right. You right. Yep. He does. I need to watch it. First I one is that, that tea you make. That tea, exactly. Yeah. The Uncle Iroh tea you're sipping yeah. is what Listen, we need. It would just be like all different variations of bacon. It's like candied bacon, <laughs> pepper bacon. and well, I'm like, I don't, I don't see, see the negative. I only see positive in that channel, and I would watch the <laughs> shit out of it. I, yeah, I my love... cholesterol sees a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Yet another thing we have to worry about is colored individuals. We got to worry about health right? issues. Like, it wasn't bad enough with COVID. Nah, I to sprinkle some brutality in that bitch. Oh, my God. That's a whole other topic. But, yeah, um, we do have a silver lining. We will get past this. We will enact change now. Just remember in November, don't lose this rage when it comes time to voting for yes. your local officials, for the presidential election. Remember what he did. Remember what he said, what he didn't say, and how he treated people. Bunker boy out of the office is all I'm going to say. That's all I need. And I need Joe Biden because Joe Biden, he, he ain't all there upstairs, but he says whatever comes to mind, whatever goes to that brain comes out that mouth. And it's not, all, he challenged somebody to a fight like on camera at, <laughs> at an event where he's meeting workers. He challenged his homeboy to a fight. So I want during the debate, if he calls him sleepy Joe, I want him to be like, shut up, bunker boy. If he does that, my whole world's good. I need nothing else out of this movement. <laughs> I clock out. Happy man. Bunker boy to his face and people laugh. He would lose his shit. His entire ego would shatter. He would turn his, beat red. His hair. Yes. His hair would Explode. fall off. <laughs> like, it would just fall off. Like, that it would, would like, melt that's off what, of him. That's why I'm excited. I'm sorry, but Joe Biden's the type that he doesn't have a filter. He doesn't know how. If he did, we'd be in a lot better situation, but he's going to say Biden it. Joe Biden farted on live air. <laughs> like he was like in in mid interview and just like <laughs> yeah that's what i'm, I'm waiting like, i'm waiting for the debate listen, he's already in that just like 90 year old i don't give a crap yes. <laughs> like, we have two old dudes that are gonna clock out in the next decade that are like fuck it yeah. what are they what gonna, are you gonna do? do ground they me? got what they gotta pick do? one of us <laughs> they gotta <laughs> pick one of us so i want to see the fight it, i agree mish cosplay it is gonna be hilarious but speaking of cosplay, now we are going to shift from that topic and we are going to get into the real reason we're excited, the real reason we are here. We're going to get, well, the, I, I, I was going to say it too. We're going to get into you, but she's like, I did not sign up for this. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> the way that I it comes up. enough yet. Leave meeting, leave meeting, leave meeting. You need some more twisted wait, tea on that. <laughs> so what I want to know is the origin of Night Mage. How yeah. did you get into cosplay? How did you get into cons? I want to hear the story. We want to know about you. Um, all right. Actually, it started, I think, uh, 2011. Um, I've always like loved dressing up for Halloween, stuff like that. I, I used to just go to the bars for Halloween. So um, one year I wanted to be a Green Lantern. And really I wanted to be Guy Gardner. But don't listen. Guy Gardner is the best lantern. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, He's awesome. Forget right. about Hal Jordan. Listen, Guy, I, Guy is awesome. I like Guy. Thank you. 
But I wanted to be Guy Gardner. But at the time, I didn't know um, anything about cosplay or conventions, really. So I didn't know if it was going to be socially acceptable for me to be Guy Gardner because guys traditionally seem this white guy, right? So um, I went with my second favorite lantern, which is Jon Stewart. So um, at the time, I was just buying costumes at, like, Spirit Halloween. And, you know, that's not a costume you could buy at stores. So I had to very crudely sew it together. So uh, my girlfriend helped me sew it together, went to Joanne Fabrics, got some fabric, went to Dick's Sporting Goods, and got, like, a, some some uh, black Under Armour stuff, sewed it together, went out to the bars, just had a blast. And a buddy of mine was doing a Relay for Life uh, event, a charity walk, a cancer walk. And uh, he's like, hey, you got this superhero costume. Can you just come and mingle? So, all right, cool. So I went and did the charity event, and I had a blast. And I got asked to do another event and then another event. And so it kind of snowballed where, like, every weekend I was – I was doing something, whether it's a, a charity event or a birthday party, a parade. So I was like, man, I'm kind of having fun doing this. Like, I kind of want to keep doing it, but I need to have more costumes. Um, so I ended up uh, buying a Spider-Man costume. And then I ended up just making a Batman costume and a Captain America costume. And that's when I joined Facebook and kind of discovered this whole cosplay community. Yeah. And again, I had never been to a convention, and uh, a buddy of mine was like, hey, what, what conventions you go to? I haven't been to one. So at the end of 2012, I went to my first convention, and that was the Cincinnati Comic Expo. And I wore Batman, and dude, as soon as I walked on the floor, like, <laughs> I felt like, I, felt like I was walking into the pearly gates of heaven, dude. It was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, game over, man. Like, I'm with You're my hooked. people. This is, I'm hooked. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, i just been just embedded into this convention culture, cosplay culture ever since. Um, so, yeah, um, the whole, like, next year, 2013, I was going, did you just change your background? <laughs> I noticed that. Like, yeah, I just see myself screaming at myself. <laughs> like, um, and so, yeah, all 2013, I was just trying to hit every convention I can. And then um, I got invited to my first guest spot at the convention, and it just again snowballed from that. And and dude, now I'm here. Dang, we're grateful. We're grateful for that origin. Andrea though says, uh-uh, "That's not where it started." She's in Facebook. She says he's lying. His cosplay journey started as a youngling, dressing up as Gizmo from the Gremlins. All right. She, she actually she listened to probably another. Yeah, that actually is what started. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Uh, and we all had that childhood cosplay that we did. I had the towel on the back because I was broke, so I was Superman with the towel on the back. That's how he became like my ultimate goal in life is to be like Clark. And uh, Jonathan Superman says, Guy had a good vest. He did have a cool, sweet vest. So Guy. Thank you. Thank you is the lantern. Night Mage is the worst, literal worst, Casey Schultz. That's gotta be Casey. (laughs) (laughs) I knew knew you knew the person, because no person in their right mind would say that. Especially, oh, oh, Casey, Andrea agrees. She said, especially when you have Fireball. Apparently, Night Mage is not immune to Fireball. So, cast that spell on It's a script tonight. It's a very well-known thing. That's I feel stuff. like we'll, we'll put a pin in that for our secret topic yeah, to we'll find put that. more out about 
Fireball. Yes. Fireball and drag queens is what I was told <laughs> to ask about. So <laughs> That's well, the title of the episode right there. Fireball, Fire- and, drag Fireball and drag queens. <laughs> never never mind the important topics, man. But uh, no, yeah. So uh, you that's how you got started in cosplay. What I want to ask personally, because every one of your cosplays is amazing. And I watch your crafting videos and how you build these things. From start to finish, it's like, no. Nah, share my favorite one. That's not going to look like what he says it's going to look like. And then you finish, and it's like, how the fuck? That one. I want to yes. hear about What Goliath. the hell, bro? What? You became a you little gargoyle. Like actual Goliath. We need you in a live action film, because that shit looks amazing. How did you do Goliath? I want to know the story behind Goliath. Um... Dude, there's, like, honestly, every... So I've done now 221 costumes. That blows my mind. And every, one of them, every one of them is fucking fire, in case y'all didn't know. Wait. 221? Yeah. I have no life. That's what it is. <laughs> my Check mind... Check the resume. Like, I don't even think I have ever put like i don't even think i have 221 like outfits i, I have and never had 221 different outfits in my life. I, have a, I have 100 cosplays yeah that's amazing that's nuts yeah, man I, dude again it's, a, it's an addicting hobby yeah you know? Very, it is yeah. a rabbit hole yeah, it is definitely it, it, a rabbit hole there's honestly yeah. no story to any really one of them like i'll do a costume and then 30 seconds later I'm thinking about my next costume. It's like that one game <laughs> where the guy's like with his girlfriend and he's looking back at the other. That's exactly me. Like I'm just I'm different just costume this, ideas. But I'm looking back at the next one. Like yeah, um, yeah. With I, I just like doing things. If I see a picture of it or if I it just crosses my mind, just something clicks. I'm like, man, that'd just be fun to do. As long as I think I'm gonna have fun doing it. Yeah. And that's exactly how Goliath came about. It's like I had no real like. I gotta do Goliath. No, it's just I literally probably I just saw a picture of Goliath one day. I was like, huh, I think that'd be fun to do. Okay, who, I'm just gonna do it. Who and thinks that? that? The wings, the claws, like the facial structure. <laughs> Who's like right. looking at that, going like, I should cosplay that. Like one of the <laughs> hardest possible cosplays to execute, but that's on like, the list. I want I want to look like actual stone. Yes. Like, yes. I want to make fabric look like stone. That's incredible. You painted that, I'm assuming, by hand, it's, and you had to get it's the airbrush. Did you have somebody airbrush, airbrush or you airbrush? So actually, it? the buddy of mine, uh, Joshua, he's the one that actually taught me how to airbrush. So he's the one, like when I first did my Batman suit and stuff like that, um, he I'd go to him. He I'd wear the suit. He airbrush it, and then once I started getting more and more into it, he taught me what to do, and then. Now. That's nuts, man. That is nuts. You are a crafter through and through. You even it's incredible. With with costumes like like with Goliath, like yeah. Something I always try and tell cosplayers is don't try and mimic and try and duplicate what you see. Yeah. Um the worst thing you could do is try and try and try and look exactly like that character because even if it's a cool design, it doesn't mean it's gonna look cool on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So, you actually have to kind of change that design to make it fit yourself. So yeah. don't it always worry about screen being 100% accurate. Right. Yeah. Just worry about what's going to complement yourself. That's, That's really cool. You're like deep diving into my brain and opening, cracking it open. Because I limit myself so much on cosplay because I, like, I don't look like Ooh. that. I'm not that color. Yeah. I can't do that. 
nah, never pull that off. You make every, you literally put everything on the table and say, you can do all of these. Just got to make it yours. Make now, it yours. That's what it's about. With the DC universe expanded in my brain now, I'm, I'm going to, Night Mage did it. Night Mage is going to be the reason I cosplay, guys. Juan, so, I'll I'll do Zatanna for you. Like I, we can do I a will photo be your shoot. chunky Constantine yeah, all no, day long. Do, let's do it. I I got my new Zatanna stuff in yesterday. I love it. There's little there's a few little tweaks I have to do, but I'll do it. I'm all in. I'm sold. I got some shirts and ties. I'll order a black one. I'll I'll take up smoking. I'm gonna do what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go that all in. Man. I gotta bleach. I, I gotta bleach like, the tips. Smoke a pack of day now. It's for Constantine, bro. It's, it's for, for it's for it's, a con. It's what I gotta do. I, I gotta to get the scruffy voice. So Trey, what do you want to ask the amazing Night Mage? Can I do? Can I do two? Yeah. Um, get them in. I'm gonna steal Brittany's since she's not with us. No! Yes. She's oh, I Brittany. was going to do that one. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> Brittany's, uh, just to explain to everybody where Brittany is, she is out due to uh, personal issues, uh, not issues, but personal circumstances. She will be back next week. We love her. She will be back, and I can't oh, wait to wow. have her back. But uh, we'll drag her back if we have to. But, oh, yes, yeah. Brittany will be here next week, and Trey, continue. Her question that I love and I love to steal it all the time yes. is if money was no issue, no issue. what cosplay Voltron? Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even get it out. Even, he, it like, was right there. Yeah, oh my god! Characters. Like Voltron, the lions. That's oh. my dream build. Like once I do that, I'm done. I'm not doing. You, you're clocking else. out <laughs> like Doctor Dre. You're I'm just dropping it and right, walking who's your it. I'm done. Uh, I always like Keith, actually. Okay, I snuck in the third one. I'm sorry, guys. I snuck it in there real quick. No, 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 no. You're good. All You're right. good. What's your other question, Trey? What is your favorite fan interaction you've ever had? Like, you just look back on that and you just smile so much. Uh, my favorite fan? I, man, that's tough. That's tough because that's like asking me, like, what's my favorite convention I've ever been to? And I can honestly say, like, I've never had a bad experience at a Denver convention. Pop Culture Con. And I... That, <laughs> Sorry. Or Celebrity Fan Fest. I don't know. I was about to say, wow. Um, I've never had a bad fan interaction or just a bad interaction at, you know. So I, I honestly, I don't know. Um, I could tell you this is my favorite moment in cosplay. There we go. And this was, um, it was, it, it's a charity event related. Um, but I was doing a uh, anti-bullying school event, and that was Batman. And it was like a like 250 kids in the assembly style. And so I did the event, and um, a couple weeks later, one of the teachers had called and talked to her and said, "Hey, you know, kids loved the event, and everything was awesome. They're still talking about it, but there's one kid in particular that just keeps talking about it. And the fact was, it was a predominantly white school." And this one black kid just kept saying, oh, my God, like, I can't believe like Batman looked like me. That means I can be Batman. It wasn't until then that I realized exactly, like, the power that cosplay holds and that no matter what, someone's always looking at you. Someone's always going to take inspiration from you. And that was that was kind of, like, what made me realize, like, yeah, this this is where I need to be. This is this is amazing. This is That's why we do it. This yeah. is why I do it, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. that's what got me hooked in the first place at Nanduit was I joined through a nonprofit organization that did hospital visits, and that's how I got the cosplay. I, I became Maui, 
and it just fit my personality. That's one word, the personality, the look, the aesthetic, everything clicked and fit perfectly. And I was like, you want me to be a super swole demigod? That's not even cosplay. I'm just- I'm Can you do the rap? <laughs> Can you do the rap? I did the rap on camera when they asked, cause I knew I was gonna be asked. So I memorized the rap. And when they asked me, of course I did it. I, I did everything. The sun, the, the, the sun, the tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was my we just messing about. So I, yeah! I knew it all by I knew it. I knew it all by heart, man. I got it down pat. And being a hip hop head, it was easy for me to pick it up. So it's not a hard rap right. to get. Um, so yeah, somebody asked me. They have a camera to my face. I'm full Maui in character because I loved cosplaying in character. Wasn't hard, like I said. Super swole, dem super swole demigod in the wheelhouse. I have that. Uh, so and humble is all hell. Like all time level <laughs> humble humility. Um, so the guy comes up and he's like, "Hey Maui, do the rap." And I was like, and I stumbled right at the end but i did it so that it looked like i was pausing so i played with it and i kind of like popped my pecs and finished <laughs> the rap even though it was a brain fart on camera it looks so good that i was like I, I'll, I'll share the video when i find it but it was it was a highlight to me but the best part about it was when kids in hospitals who we're having the shittiest day. The Ronald McDonald House one was it stands out to me because these kids are just like in the worst circumstances you could be. Your health is on the line. The only thing that matters is your health. And we brightened up their Christmas. We brightened up their day. They were cloud nine. When when the lady who works there is telling you he hasn't responded much verbally and he hasn't come out of his room in in a while, and he comes out because this Batman's here and the superheroes are here and you're like that child's favorite character like that's why we do it and yeah. that's why I fell in love with cosplay so just wanted to give that story to spread some positivity and almost make myself cry flex the pecs Mish cosplay says ah oh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> I'm big into power well, lifting man I'm, I, actually, I I'm pretty impressed All right. and, and <laughs> I can individually do them I practice a lot for Maui I really really but then I grew a beard for Maui. Yeah, for Maui. Yeah, yeah. Maui. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally for Maui. It was, because of Maui. It was all for the cosplay. Gigi, what is your question for the yes. amazing Night Mage? Um, so if if you could go to any convention, like what is your dream convention? Like what are it doesn't have to be one. Like, do you have like a, a few conventions that you're like, I really wanna like you were planning on going this year and then COVID happened, or are there any that you're like, I want to go in the future? Um, man, there's so many. Like, conventions yeah. are popping up, like, every weekend yeah. Yeah. somewhere. So there's just so many I would love to get to. Um, I, I would say if I just had to choose one, probably Comic-Con Africa. Um, that I just, man, that just intrigues me so much. One thing I, I love about doing, like, overseas shows is just, Seeing like their craftsmanship because a lot of the times the, the materials that they have over there aren't readily accessible like we have here. So right. seeing how they put things together using what they have is just amazing. And and also they, they put a lot of emphasis on their performance art of the characters. And yes. I love that. I love it. So but um yeah, just I would say uh, Comic Con Africa would be like my number one. I I man, I would love to get there. Yeah. Where in yeah. Africa is it? Uh, it is. 
is in South Africa, but, um, but I don't know exactly where. Yeah. I know I do know Reed Pop is the one who puts it on. Okay. I gotta look that up, dude. That would be dope. That would be yeah. dope. I'd be all in. I'd be all in. And I'm loving all the Dorito! It's your boy. <laughs> Dorito is our individual, our friend that's literally on the other side of the world right now watching us on YouTube. Hi, Dorito. Always got to say Dorito. what's up to Dorito. And thank what you to everybody who's in there? the comments. Yeah, Dorito, what time is it? Hit me with the time in the comments, man, if you if you can. What time it is over there while we continue our questioning of Nightmage like here. It's 10 a.m., right? It, it's got to be something ridiculous. And he'll he'll say here, a new, new EOGA says Gallagher Convention Center, Midran, South Africa is where you okay. can find it. Oh, cool. Need to get See, you I was to wondering, if only there was like an online search engine where you know yeah. you could type things <laughs> no. and you could figure out no. information like what questions you have. It is ten oh five a.m. where Dorito is, so he's he's up early in the morning getting his healthy dose of Night Mage cosplay extraordinaire. Um, yeah. All these innuendos you keep throwing out. I'm just like, saying, bro. <laughs> Look at that Hellboy. Look at that Hellboy. And tell me that's not fucking phenomenal. That is everything. That's that's better than Ron Perlman's. I said it. It had to Whoa. be said. Wait a it had to be said. Wait a and dance. <laughs> Sarah Porter says, need to get you to Fan Expo Toronto. I would love to go to anything uh, in Canada. I'm, I'm applying. Man. Celebrity fan is so much fun. Yeah. Like any, yeah any, oh. All the cons I've ever been to in Canada are just phenomenal. Not, not to mention they're just like the nicest people ever. I need to. Oh, yeah, we need, we need my Canadian cosplay okay. friends. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it's Amazing. so fun. That's the best part of cons is meeting crazy ass people that are just like you and obsessed with the same stuff. Yeah, same right. nerdy shit. So speaking of nerdy shit, we'll use that to segue and transition into our stories for the week. This is the news, guys. J K, not J R, J K Simmons. <laughs> has been casted in multiple Spider-Man films. Let's see his Frankenfurter. What, Gonzo? Who's Frankenfurter? Oh, did his Frankenfurter cosplay. You did Frankenfurter? Frank yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, from Rocky? That's yeah. from Rocky, right? Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Oh, my God. You. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I feel sexy as hell in that costume. Why wouldn't you? It looks like a cosplay. I just feel empowered. That I is one of the sexiest say. cosplays ever. Well, how would you not? But yes, J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson, the one we all know and love, is signed on for multiple Spider-Man films. Don't know if that means multiple, meaning he's going to be in the MCU as a recurring figure. Kind of like Nick Fury. He's going to be in there. He's going to be in the background like, Spider-Man's a menace. I am yeah. excited as fuck. What do you guys feel about that casting and having him back in the Spider-Man universe? What do you think, Mr. Nightmage? I think that, honestly, that is, like, the best casting of any character ever. Like, it was that was absolutely perfect. Um, I actually, I really love the way they did it with him having, like, a, a kind of, like, the InfoWars type like website instead of you know dot org yes yeah, like, they made him a bright burn type character yeah, yeah that's a really cool modern you know twist on the character so and it fits yes. um i i could i know i've i've, I've seen like a lot of theories about how he's going to be the one to like have craven go after him because tying in with um venom and since yes. his son was the astronaut that like 
there's so I don't know. There's so many ways you could play it, but um, I wouldn't mind just even seeing him just pop up as little cameos. Like that's fine with me. Yeah, exactly. I, I love him in any dose that we get him. What about yeah. you, Trey? You excited? I'm excited to see our little Peter Parker graduate high school and get a job at the <laughs> Daily Bugle. Oh shit! You think so, they're gonna go that route? That would be amazing. I, I just that's one of the reasons I got into photography was Spider Man. So that's I'm, so yeah. badass. That's that's another thing. People don't realize how these books aren't just books, man. Yeah, they right. inspire, they change, and they molded us in our youth when we needed a moral compass for some of us who didn't have a dad around. It was our moral compass. That's why I say Clark Kent was my... That's who I follow. That's who I aspire to be. Um, but Gigi, what is your oh. question? Oh, no, I'm sorry. What's your take I on know. J.K. Simmons being I was casted? like, a question... <laughs> You get another I, one. Now. We did I, this already. Like, oh my God. No more questions. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? What are your thoughts? I'm excited. I, I thought. I think he's great. I'm excited to see more of him. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying everything that everybody else has said. So yeah. don't worry. You'll go first I'm, on the next one. <laughs> no. I mean, you, could just, you could say that you absolutely hate the idea. Just yeah. Kind this of, is no. bullshit. Like, Spider-Man I'm is done. not a menace. And uh, <laughs> Dorito wants to know where the Craven rumor started. It just fits, man. It, we pull things from the comics. Yeah. That's what, I don't know about you, David, but me, I literally watch a movie and my brain is in two other universes plucking old comic knowledge that I have. Oh, that mailbox straight, said straight, this. Straight. That's a reference <laughs> to this. They're probably going right. to tie it in by, <laughs> I do that so much. I get a trailer and forget it. I'm there like fine tooth combing. Oh, they're going with that look, that suit for the Winter Soldier. What it means is he's not the Captain America you remember. He's going to fall out of favor. And oh man, like nine times out of ten, you're usually wrong. Oh yeah, I remember every Endgame rumor I heard was dead wrong. Everything leading up to Endgame, every rumor I heard was like flat out wrong, and I was like, well, right, and that's even awesome. same with. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. There was like a ton of false information. (laughs) He hates those movies. There was like a a bunch of false, you know, leaks going around, and everybody had a different theory. Ray's going to the dark side. She's got a switchblade lightsaber. (laughs) Yes, yes. She's got a Saturday night. What is that? Saturday night uh, fever? No, 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 not Saturday night fever. It's a fucking. Oh, uh, West Side Story. It's gonna pull out a switchblade, and they were gonna right. have a knife fight like Jedi. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. <laughs> West Side Story with Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. That was a night. Told you, be cool. <laughs> I'm nervous, guys. New EOJ says, "Me too." One of the reasons I got into photography was because of Peter Parker. That's oh. fucking awesome, man. And Dorito says, "End game rumors equal lies." Agreed. It was just all True. bad. All bad, but that's not the only news we got. Um, We have our other story that I, like I said, this is my, who I aspire to be. This is what I want to do as a human, the ultimate good, the paragon, the blue boy scout, big blue. (laughs) God, Trey, your background is, I'm done. I'm done, Trey. I'm trying to be serious. And genuine, oh my God, David Copeland, I love you. I love you. All the hearts back at you, David, for watching. I love your face. 
We're gonna t- uh, well, we'll get to that. Sorry. There. But the yes. That's gonna be the Snyder cut, guys. The mustache <laughs> no. is gonna be in the whole movie. I really hope. I'll go for a beard, but not. They didn't please, cut it. not that. It's the uncut. <laughs> it's the, oh my god. Wait, is that? It's, it's staring okay. at me. I, I, is that? Is that a photoshopped mustache, or is that what his mustache actually looked like? No, it's, right? it, it's a. Fo- I hope it's exactly. a photoshopped mustache because that looks. That doesn't look like the Mission Impossible. Harry Cavill that I know. Does he get kryptonite? And does he? Yeah, no. The Snyder cut equals haircut. (laughs) Dorito, nail it. David says, uh, David Copeland said, Trey, grow a mustache with me. Do it. I can't. (laughs) I have fake mustaches for all my costumes. I would have so much money if I could just grow my own mustache. (laughs) You you, you would. You would. I can't. I'm permanent baby face. Like all all that glue and adhesive and fake hair that you have to spend money on. You're right. All of of the cosplays that you and I do together, you have have mustache. (laughs) Like a, a little, or a goatee. Yeah. But he's good at it and they're convincing, so it works. His pr- I, did, all his I fake thought you mustaches. had a real a real mustache. Which this is, is the why... level I'm striving to be right here. Right <laughs> here. <laughs> you know, real, like, is it real? Is yeah. it not? Yeah, no. It it you'll get there, Trey. <laughs> I believe in you. Puberty hits us all at different times, man. Puberty hits us all at different times. But no. I can't stop looking at it. (laughs) Right? I'm trying to get I'm trying to get back on topic and it keeps being like the isolated image in my corner. So it's like he's judging me tell this story. But yes. (laughs) Superman Superman is back. He is in the DCEU again. We may have a complete revival of the DCU just off the hype of the Snyder Cut. HBO is like, dude, the hype is insane. We need more DCEU stuff. Henry Cavill is back on board. Uh, there's rumors they're going to use him like the Hulk, though. He's not going to have Man of Steel 2 has not been greenlit. We don't have a Man of Steel, despite how much I want it. Um we're going to use him like the Hulk. He's going to be in other people's movies. He's going to partner with individuals. I see him in the Black Adam Shazam film. I see him in that film taking on Black Adam and and helping Shazam take on this massive force that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's where I want to see him, as well as being in the Aquaman film. I think he would be great across Jason Momoa, that energy, that vibe, with just the, the ultimate paragon with, I don't give a fuck, I'm doing it my way. Whether it's right or not, it's what I want to do. That power dynamic would be super cool. It'd be great to watch a bar fight. There's one live action Superman I want to see, and it's Flashpoint Superman. Frail ass, no sun, captured by the government, which is what would happen in our Earth if an alien with that pure intention would show up. We'd rip them apart and experiment on them. We'd experiment on them. But, David, what's your take on having Henry Cavill back in the DCEU? And they're even being a DCEU. What's your take on that, sir? Not oh, me? Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, no. I said David and I... <laughs> what? All right, first of all, listen, like, Henry's cool, but he ain't my Superman. Like, what? Christopher Reeve. Oh, Christopher okay. Reeve is okay. my heart. Like, yes. when, honestly, like, when you said you strive to be, like, 
Clark can't like. I do too. I actually, I'm I'm right there with you. But to me, like Christopher Reeve is what truly embodies Superman to me. Yes. Like that was the the peak of Superman. You know. But with that being said, if I gotta take Henry, I'll take it. He's okay. No, I think he does great with the role. He has an awesome look. Um, I think he was just dealt bad bad writing. Bad, bad writing. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what that's what that is. But no, I'm happy to see it. Like, I, I actually, I actually, all, I enjoy all the the DCU movies. I actually do. Like, just seeing these characters on screen just makes me happy. So I'm 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 excited to see where it goes. Yeah, no, I'm with you on Christopher Reeves. That is my image of Superman. That's who I'm trying to be. I'm trying Trey. to do the right thing. What? <laughs> God damn it, Trey. Uh, Mish Cosplay on Twitch says, Trump would try to build a wall to keep Superman out and make the Kryptonians pay for it. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Dude's bait. Oh, yes. Yes. Du- Mish Cosplay says, the dude is basically a real life Lex Luthor. I'm going to have to agree on that, minus the intelligence. If he, were, if Lex Luthor <laughs> were just like brain dead and one liney, that would be Trump. But yeah, he's definitely a supervillain in our time. Always Reeves on and off screen. New EOJ says Dorito wants a Spider Gwen movie, a Spider Geddon movie. Oh fuck, that would be dope. Ooh. Geralt of Rivia. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Andrea says she prefers Henry as. I, I I love I, that sword fight. I completely fight agree. Yeah, what are Good your job, thoughts right? on having Superman back, Gigi? Henry Cavill as Superman. I, I I'm sure your husband loves it, but he's very excited. It's <laughs> it is a thing that we argue about probably every other day. Yeah, I don't think and, the Snyder Cut's going to be as good as people say. No. But. no, and I'm like, I don't. I don't want more. Like, I don't want more. <laughs> Adding more to this is not going to help. Like, You don't put fuel on a trash can fire. Yeah. It's oh. like, oh, y- y'all, y'all liked this? You didn't like this fire? Well, no. here you go. Here's some more. Like, I'll give it a chance. I will give it a chance, but I will drink a lot of wine before, yes. during, and after. I'll probably watch Cats before I watch it. Oh, shit. You'll watch Cats before you watch Wait. the Snyder Cut? Yeah, that's actually really smart. Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to be as bad. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll get the really bad out of the way. Yeah. I think I'll watch the Fantastic Four that was released oh, a couple okay. years back and oh. then go into the Snyder Cut and be like, oh, this is a masterpiece. This is so much better than that shit I just watched. Yeah. Or I'll watch Batman v Superman and then Justice League. That way it could be an improvement. It was not that bad. It was all that bad, but for the reasons you said specifically, he was the opposite of Christopher Reeve's Superman. The opposite. I guess nobody stays good in this world. Superman would never say that. Superman would not say that. He would not go in to fight Batman because he doesn't need to. He would be forced to fight Batman. I'm I'm so mad. Batman was Batman in that movie. Ben Affleck nailed it. You no, played he a crazy had machine guns on his Batmobile. <laughs> that that was fucked up too. But in this in this dark <laughs> in this dark universe, okay, I'll swallow that. But I'm not gonna swallow a dark Superman. This isn't Rising of the Red Sun. No, he's not on Red Kryptonite. But Superman is not evil. He's not angry. He is a paragon. Damn it. He's Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah. That's what Superman should have been in that movie. Actually, I would love to actually see like an Injustice 
like live action. Oh, like, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone kind of pushed their limits where Superman, he is vengeful for whatever reason. I, I would love to actually see that. Yeah. Take his woman, he'll, his world. Like he, Apocalypse he was, War. Yeah. Apocalypse War, uh, Justice League Dark. Apocalypse War was a really good animated one that showed it. And uh, where's another instance where he goes full out? It is where Lois dies in Injustice. But yeah, anytime he fights Darkseid, he's able to let it all out, man. And just but that's all. I think that was the whole. That's the whole point of the Snyder Cut, which I, I don't know if it's like spoiler territory here, but nah. the whole nightmare scene is and 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 Flash going back to saying like Lois is the key is because in the Snyder's cut, Lois is killed. Yes, and Superman joins you know Darkseid's cause and. Flash going back saying, "Hey, save Lois." So I, you that's give why me excited. that, and I'm on board. Right. That's why I'm excited about the Snyder Cut because even though you're, it's not changing anything. Yeah. It's good to see like and try and put in the fill in the blanks. Is like, oh, yeah. okay, I see where you were trying to go with this, yeah. and like you're you're now putting you know your own imagination to it. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I'm I'm excited for the Snyder Cut. I, I'll give them that. And if it's good enough, give me more. If it is good that's enough. That's a good point. I'm that all is on a board. very good point. He didn't get a chance to finish his story. Let's let him finish his story. All right. But I need a Man of Steel 2 to set all the wrongs right because he was I not need, my Superman. I need to believe more. And I know this is hard because, you know, Spider-Man puts on the mask. He's Spider-Man. You know, Superman was born Superman. Yes. But I don't believe him like as like with Christopher Reeves when he puts on the glasses, he's dorky, goofy, Clark Kent. I don't feel that with Henry at all. <laughs> he's so fucking It's, wild. Just, it's just, just like a just like a like... jock with glasses. It's the same thing for me with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was too fucking cool to be Peter Parker. He would get laid everywhere he goes. <laughs> like without even trying. The dude is literally tripping in pussy. Like, oh no, I'm too suave and smart and quirky. And I skateboard. That's not Peter. Peter's uh, dorky and, and, and awkward and in his own world. They got the, the intelligence right, but he was way too fucking cool. But I'm with you, Trey. Henry Cavill looks sexy as fuck as Clark, and we need to, like... Can you tone it down? Yes. Just a little bit? Tone Reeves, it down. Put a sweater on Reeves, or something. Like, like shit. <laughs> Reeves did little things, like hunched his shoulders, slouched, like had the glasses on like his whole posture changed for clark kent would act weak and everything yeah he would act weak he's like oh i can't do that cavill's like we didn't actually see a lot of him as clark though to be fair so maybe there'll be more but we see him like confronting bruce wayne like he's the the baddest man on the planet it's like he's ready to square up with him like clark Clark wouldn't do that bruce wayne Let's go. Clark would be like, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but I, I believe like he would stutter. He would be awkward. That's my Clark Kent. But here's the thing. I think actually, oh, at that moment, Clark knew he was Batman. Oh, yeah. He can. He right. knows all so, the heartbeats. Exactly. So I think he, his demeanor probably would have definitely changed. He's just yeah. like, I'm not going to put on a persona because... I know, I know who you are, are and I, you know he, he, I he's out of like a heightened sense. You know See, what I mean? but I want I don't him. Know, I don't know why I'm making excuses for this. <laughs> but... I just wanted him acting like Clark, and once he meets Bruce and Lex leaves, be like, let's stop with the games. Like, that would have been cool as shit. Like, him okay. acting nerdy, act, and Lex turns his back, and he just straightens up his posture, and he's like, 
Bam. I just wanted one scene from the animated movie where Bruce Wayne takes Lois Lane out for a date and then Clark just loses his mind. Yes. <laughs> that that would have played to like his humanity. Because the, the beautiful thing about Superman that directors just can't seem to figure out is that his weakness is his humanity. That's how right. you make a good Superman film. You don't put him up against Darkseid. You don't have him saving the world. That stuff's cool. But you put Lois in jeopardy. You put his mom yeah. in jeopardy. And they try to do that, but they fail. You, you give his dad a heart attack. Like things that Superman is powerless against. You do that, and you have yourself a good Superman story. And that's what I'm waiting for directors to do, man. I'm just waiting for... His father, the one scene I will never forget, it, it cracks me up to this day, is Man of Steel, when... Um, Clark's a little boy, and, and uh, he's like, "Well, you know, should I, Dad? Should I save those kids?" His dad's just like, "Well, I don't know. Probably Arthur, not." Like, Arthur Kent would not like, say that. Papa Kent would not. That's why I was furious. Papa Kent, and even worse, when his mom's like, "Save the world, or don't. You don't know them anything. This is not my Kent family." This is not uh, the version like Uncle Ben going with great power, you know, comes whatever. You know? Yeah, with great power, <laughs> yeah. shit happens. Do do you look out for number one? Look out for number one. That's uh, it's. I'm, I'm done. No love, Brandon Ralph. Ooh, okay. Yeah, we haven't mentioned the other Superman. I love Brandon Ralph in Kingdom Come on the CW when he was Kingdom he was Come Clark Superman. Kent. He was a great Clark Kent. I loved how he did yeah. change his demeanor, his posture. His tone, everything was like clumsy very, and very fumbling. Reavy. Yes, very Reeve. But he was trying to copy Reeve, and that's where I think he went wrong. Maguire was a good Peter Parker. Garfield was a good Spider-Man, but Holland was a good both. Boom, mic drop on new EOJ, because them is just straight facts. Straight I... facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland. I love Tom Holland. He's my boy. Yeah. No, but if we if we want a good Superman story, we have to go at his humanity because that's what make that's why I think if you do him and Lex right, it's as good as Batman v Joker in the Dark Knight. If you do them right, because Lex, Superman is a god who wants to be human, and Lex is a human who wants to be a god, and the fact that Superman is more human than he is eats at Lex in every the way only, possible. The only problem yeah. is. The Lex we got is terrible. Awful. Awful. We just need to we just need to etch that out and be like, oh, that was Lex Jr. Boom. Give me that. Give me that. And Brian Cranston comes in the side into the cell, talking to the little boy like you fucked up. And then everybody's back on board like that. Quick fix. Retcon. Everything is all right. Let's keep going with the DCEU. It'll it'll be that simple. And we get a good Lex versus good Superman, which is all we really want. But since I, I don't even want to bring him up, but I got to since we're, I, I liked Kevin Spacey as Lex. Actually. We talked about this did, last week. We did. We did talk and about I, it. Yeah. I, I, like with everything with him, like, I hate saying that right now, but yeah. I liked him as Lex. I, I say the same thing about Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon with all his yeah, baggage. I, I love Riggs. And when he's like, scene of Kevin Spacey. go ahead. Okay. Who's going to, who's going to come save yep. you? Who? Super, super 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 no! <laughs> like he's like oh he's like that is so devious every time and the yeah. story was would have been better but he he used lois and he used his family and he attacked superman's yeah. humanity 
and then used the kryptonite. It wasn't the kryptonite that weakened him. It was his family that weakened him. If we put Superman in that position, you got a great film. The human aspect is the story that makes Superman interesting, not his godlike abilities. So, yeah. But since we're rewriting history, David Ayers from the Suicide Squad says, I want my cut too. I want my cut. So David Ayers, guys, is wants to release his Suicide Squad cut because he said the film that you got was not his film. They made well, I him... Thought I saw... You I'm thought sorry. you saw what? They came out with two cuts already. I mean, there's already a theatrical cut and then the director's cut. So there's another director's cut? The director's cut that he's talking about is a super R-rated version with a lot more Joker and a lot more Harley Quinn. We had a lot okay. more... Even Jared Leto says, I shot a shit ton of footage for that film. Yeah. And they used a fraction. And they put some of it in the director's cut, which yeah. is... I, I'm, I'm like watching, like, why wasn't this in the movie? This adds mm -hmm. to the scene a little bit more. No. But, you know. Ayers wanted to go full Deadpool and really gritty with it. And he's, he said he's got a completely different film for you to watch. James Gunn, who's directing the current Suicide Squad, said, hey, thumbs up. I'm all on board. Let that man release his cut. Like, he wants artists to be supported and their vision to be out. So, Gigi, what is your what are your thoughts on maybe seeing a new Suicide Squad with the same old, same Is it the same with the Justice League? You're done? Um, uh, yeah, well, and also, I just... Jared Leto pisses me off, and I don't want to support him. <laughs> what? We're not... Uh, okay, all right. I'll run with that. What about you, Mr. Night Mage? How do you feel about um, another Suicide Squad? Man, that was that was harsh. Like, yeah. You just don't want to support him? Huh? Um, um, I, no, I'm not excited for it. Like, I don't... Yeah. It, because, like I said, with Justice League, it adds more to the entire universe. Yes. With this, it's just adding to that singular story. It's a side now, quest. If there was a, like, if there was a lot of um, footage that's going to add to the... The bigger universe, yeah. like we're going to have more references to Superman or Batman, whatever, something like that. I'm interested, but yeah. just adding on to that one movie, yeah. Like, there, I agree. To your point, there is supposed to be a a lot more Batman v Joker. We're supposed to get yeah. some in depth Batman fighting Joker in that, but uh, that's I mean, I, I mean, that's I think the extent that we get. Now I want to see like it, like it building onto the universe, yeah. like yeah. That's that's what I want to see. Just yeah, further down the road. Well, HBO Max, it they want a Ben Affleck versus Jared Leto Joker movie. They want a new movie for HBO Max. They have the budget. They're launching their new app. They want to be like Netflix, where we're like, we're gonna give you all the shit you wanted when it was happening. We're gonna give it to you now, like an Avatar live action. Who the fuck is not excited about that? In the hands yeah, of the live original. action. Yeah, we've it, already got live action Avatar guys. We've Trey, seen it. It's a shut beautiful your movie. Ray? Fucking mouth, Come on. Trey. Wow. Shut up. I'm sorry. What angry? You know, like, let the artist films come out. I mean, that is no. art. <laughs> no, that was the that was on par with Fantastic Four and Dragon Ball Z. That's how bad that, that was. Oh. We don't talk about that last. Well, one? Yeah, exactly. We don't talk about the last Airbender either. Ong. If they're gonna do one live action Batman and Joker movie, it needs to be under the Red Hood. Give us Red Hood. <laughs> Give us Red Hood. That's what you want from David Ayers. Oh, that would be a cool scene to add into the Suicide Squad, a flashback of when Joker did that. And that's how we get that Robin suit that's painted. Ha ha ha. If we get Joke's that clip you. and that does expand the universe and opens the door to a Red Hood, 
I like the way you think, Trey. If I'll it's rated it R, sh- though, like, yes. if it's like that gritty, I, man, I don't want to. You don't, don't want to see Robin getting the crap beat out like that, man. And it's kid Robin, like, too. Uh, it's not even like grown-ass Robin. Right, it's kid yeah. Robin. <laughs> You're watching a 13-year-old kid get fucking he mutilated can insinuate with a crowbar. It, you know, just a little bit like, ooh, he's doing stuff. Like, you see a shadow or something. I don't know. I, you're right. Maybe, maybe there are some movies that are really good at that that they cut away, and you're like, oh, and your imagination does the work. Yeah, let you your just imagination get, like, do it. Hints Ugh. of audio, yeah. and you're like, you know who did that really well? The Joker in the Dark Knight. There was a lot of scenes where you're like, ooh, did he just? And they kind of cut away when he does it, and you're like, yeah, yeah. fuck, that was brutal. Yeah. The bomb in the stomach, they showed you a little graphic, but they didn't show you exploding. They let you imagine how that would go. Yeah. But it, it, none of it was on a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's the thing. It's true. <laughs> that, is, that is so true. But, hey, hey, we got to push the envelope in art, sir. We gotta... <laughs> I mean, that's just a great story with Batman because it's like they're truly pushing him to break his one rule, just like in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I want you to kill Joker. That's why I think they work, because Joker just wants one thing out of life, to get Batman to break his one rule. And Batman only has one rule. Okay. So seeing so that. Now, if they were, like, we're talking, like, building this universe. Yeah. So what if they actually kind of did that in, like, in, like, an alternate universe where the Joker is the one who killed Lois, which then Superman is the one that kills that just like little Joker. Just like Injustice. Yeah. But you're kind of, you're bringing the... That's what I want to see. Like, That's no, I'd love that. <laughs> so what we're gathering is you want an Injustice live action movie. Yeah, I do. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's such a good story in that Nether Realm area. And we're getting a live action Mortal Kombat too, so it's a lot of fun stuff. It's yeah. an exciting time to be a nerd. It is. It just really it is. is. With all this craziness going on, when we do turn it off, and we, I don't know about you guys, I guess I'll speak for myself, I find refuge in my little world of nerd, nerddom. In my comics, I I read yeah. a Superman. I read you a Spider Man. I do. I really, really do. And that's I think what connects us all as nerds and as cosplayers is we can find our refuge in this comfortable community. And hopefully, we could spread some of that good juju out into the rest of the world. And right, I don't know how I feel about a Mortal Kombat film, Dorito. We gotta watch and wait and see. We gotta wait and see. We'll find out what we get. Hopefully, it's nothing but amazingness, but only time will tell, yeah. man. Only time will tell. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited for it. I, I'm, I am too. I don't know how not to be excited. I'm one of those that I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And if it's not good, okay. But if it is, I'm already excited. I'm just a natural <laughs> optimist. I'm a serial optimist is what I like to call myself. Uh, yeah, I, I can always, it's always a bright side. And it's my friends. True. My friends, bless their hearts, put up with it because it can get old sometimes. And <laughs> Tiny Gigi will tell you that it, it gets... It Did you say old. Tiny Gigi? Yeah, you shrunk in the little graphic thing and oh. everybody saw you shrunk. Oh, yeah, you're really tiny now. <laughs> now you're good. She's good now, but you were like <laughs> minuscule for a minute. But no, Sorry, it, I was <laughs> making a post. Now you're good. It can get annoying when... You're trying to be sad, and I'm like, yeah, but at least this didn't happen, and isn't that awesome? It can get pretty old, but most of the time, it's good to have me as a friend. So thank everybody who literally, I'm going to say it now, this was our one of our most active episodes ever, and yeah. one of our 
most viewed episodes ever. So Yay! thank you, Mr. Nightmage. We had uh, one of our largest live audiences ever, and it was all for you. The comments were all for you. That's what they Aww. were here for. Gigi yeah. is the real Gigi is really the wasp. Ant-Man. New what? EOJ. I- I'm not sure. It said Gigi is really the wasp. I guess you're the wasp. Who said that? Uh, new EOJ on Twitch said you're really the wasp. cosplay? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Ooh. We're going to have to get that. We're going to have to get on that. Let me start a, like, a, put it on my Kofi and Put it on your Kofi? Don- yeah, donate to my Kofi and I haven't even... Yeah. Done we're gonna we're gonna keep Nightmage on a little longer after we look at that. We got an accomplishment from the streaming service. Yay! We have 100 messages in this live stream. That is the most that's awesome we've ever had. Nightmage is the champion. We are gonna have to bring back on Jennings Brower and Jensen and Jared and all these other. Do I get anything for this? Or... Yes, you get a hug. Bragging rights. Bragging rights and a hug yep. when COVID is over. Next time I we see you at con. I'll make a special. Oh, fireball for days. All fireball day. Fireball for days. All day. Next yeah. con Speaking we see you at. Wait, 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 wait. I have to ask my question. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Before shit. we go, one last Holy question. <laughs> we have to do it while we're on the forgot. One oh, last God. question before we. <laughs> now okay. I'm tiny. Be cool. Be this cool. Is... This is a very, very, very important question. Uh, all right. And you, you have to think because this completely defines your character, it's your answer. It's, it's We're really judging you right now. It's very hard. Are you ready? I feel like, like Henry Cavill with the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bring him back, Trey. Bring him back. Make him nervous. Okay. Wait. Wait. Wait for if it, Gigi. you... If you, oh god, oh god. Okay. If you were a Girl Scout cookie, yep. which cookie would you be? All right. So my go-to, I want to say a Samoa cookie. Whoa, that's what I said one is. But what? but but uh, I kind of would say a thin mint. Only because it's not my favorite cookie. It's my actually worst. Fa- I hate. I hate Thin Mints. I can. Re- so I, 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 <laughs> Gigi's holding yeah, every you know bit saying? of anger inside I, of I, her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because no, my, I, I, no, my favorite. That's are my the, wife's. The trefle, the trefle, yeah. trefoil, whatever. I don't even know how to pronounce them. Trifle. The little, the little like butter cookie. That's what I like. That's what Dorito oh. said. Dorito said he's a butter cookie. Gonzo <laughs> said to buy Night Mage some Water Burger. That's what we're gonna. That's what he's won. He's won some water burger. Fireball, fireball and so, water burger. It's gonna be a bad night when we meet up, boy. That's a terrible. Yeah, sorry, it's gonna be. Oh sorry in advance. Andrea agrees he's a Samoa. So even though you want to say you're a thin mint, Fro- when they're frozen, they're even better. Yeah. Samoa. Yeah. Samoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Those all are my I heard. Favorite. Frozen Pop Samoa. Those bad boys in the freezer. I've heard nothing but good things about frozen Samoa. Oh, I'll put them. I'll put them on ice cream. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. I don't like, like trefoils. Yeah. Oh, Sergio said <laughs> Sergio said trifles are life. Trefoils are life. Th- that's what I would be. If I was a cookie, that is yeah. 100% what I would be. Yeah. Like, New EOJ. Get, like, it's right there. 
There's no secret. Like, it is literally a little butter cookie, and, like, you know exactly what it's going to taste like. Like, you know exactly how it's going to be. Like, there is no hiding behind it. Yeah, new EOJ said he's a Samoa also. Like, just cookies in general, you would be a butter cookie? Yeah. I like, so we're not, over, not limited over, to Girl Scout cookies anymore? But, no, because yeah, I, no, I hate limited. Girl Scout cookies. I am oatmeal chocolate chip all day long in this motherfucker. That's my Nutter butters. Nutter butters. Ooh. Ooh, nutter butters are my favorite. I love those. With ice cream. I put cookie, I put all of my cookies with ice cream. Trey, what are you? A red, white, and blue cookie. What? I don't even know what that is. Cranberry and white macadamia. Oh, yeah. Oh shit, white macadamia. Mm, I don't even know what that. You gotta, take, you gotta bring me that. It's very. Actually, I, I always special HEB cookie. Actually, H-E-B. I always thought that those cookies were kind of like the Superman ice cream, where it's really just like a sugar cookie with no oh. flavoring. Oh yeah, is it, like, I mean, is it is it different from that tray, or is it a yeah, Superman cookie? This one, they did it right. It's like they got the Snyder cut cookie, and it's it's good. <laughs> They put some mustache in it. Yes. Yes. Oh, Levi's following it's us like on Mixer. Thank like you, Levi. a breakfast muffin. Yeah, bre- no, I agree with Trey. I actually did make some of those um, like two months ago because he said something about it. And I was like, I'm going to go make some. And I did. And it was one of the best decisions of my life. I, let me tell you a quick story about the type of human being Trey is, uh, oh, Night no. Mage. Uh-oh. He, during COVID, we can't see each other. We can't associate. We miss each other so much. He and his mother baked all of the cast, their own personalized dessert dish, and then delivered it to our homes. I got oatmeal chocolate chip cookies that were to die for. What did you get, Gigi? I got an amazing coconut cake. It's a childhood recipe of hers. Like She grew up eating it, and she makes it for my birthday and everything, so it's super good. And I'm obsessed. That is the kind of human he is. And that's the kind of people we like to rock with, man. Positivity all the way. Sergio, oh. Nutter Butters for the win. Night Mage knows cookies. That's, that's right. That's a good that's note to right. end the live podcast on, guys. Again, I want to thank everybody so, so much. Be sure to subscribe for episodes with amazing cosplayers every week. First, our secret topic. Yes. Download. Oh, Fireball the- and Drag Queens. Fireball and drag queens. If you want to know the story behind this, he's going to have to tell it on our secret topic. You're going to download the audio version of the podcast on conculturepodcast.com or anywhere you get your podcast. Just look up conculture podcast and you can listen to the audio version, but that's it for the live version. Thank you all. So, so very much. Any last words? Where do they find you? What are your socials? Tell them where to get at you. Um, you can find me on, um, Facebook, uh, at Nightmage or on Twitter at Nightmage1 and Instagram Nightmage1. And that's it. We're going to find that guy who took Nightmage. Dude, I was so bummed out. I'm like, what the hell? Take scare Nightmage. him out. Yeah. That's what I had to do. I had to put the in front of Gigi Ford because Gigi Ford was taken by somebody. Who has, they haven't been active in like three or four <laughs> years. And I'm like, can't. Can you just delete your account so I can just be Gigi Ford, not the Gigi Ford? I wanted HGII, but then I had to add the other I. You don't really? No, I was like, no, you're the third. (laughs) You are the Higgy cosplay. I'm looking it up now. Mine's basic. It's at Juan's Alter Ego. Yeah, I I owned a gym that was Alter Ego Gym, and it just clicked one day, and nobody had it anywhere, so I used it on everything. 
at Juan's alter ego is where anybody can find me. If you care, if not, that's cool too. I'm just here to spread love, man. Love and pos- positivity is all I'm about. But and yes, you do it so well, so uh, well. Thank you. I humbly accept that compliment from someone I've seen do it all over the place, man. I've seen you spread nothing but love and positivity, and I'm just trying to copy and follow suit. And my lovely wife's walking into that room with our puppies, uh, or our Aww. puppy. We got a new puppy we adopted because she's a bleeding heart for animals. If it's, what is it? it? What is it? It is a mix. It looks like a mix between a terrier and a lab. Just all black. All black with a, just a hint of white on the paw. And she's, it's, chest. she's wearing a suit. It's her bedtime. Yeah, and her chest. It looks like she's wearing a suit. It's so, it's so awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, but my wife would adopt a bear if, if she thought it needed help. <laughs> Yeah, she said she adopted me. So It's on the way. <laughs> that is so true. I'm so worried because we love going to the outdoors. And I'm like, if my wife sees a grizzly, she's going to try to pet it. She's going to call it over. She's going to try to get close. And I'm trying to tell her these are wild animals. They maul you for lunch. It just doesn't. She's like, no. I just I see oh, the bear right now. Just like, she's like, oh, she's going to give me a hug. Come here, bear. <laughs> that is her all day long. But what someone out there has my real name before I had social media and all that. I typed in my name on Instagram and the name is taken. Dorito, that's how the world goes, man. All the good names are taken. Try being a Juan in San Antonio, Texas with every other billions of Juans. So it has its up and its downs. But thank everybody for tuning in. We will see y'all next week, every Wednesday, 8-ish. Thank you so much from all of us. Peace. Stay safe out there. Oh. Yes. Now the oh. Yeah, you can relax. You can oh. take off. You can take oh. off your fake eyelashes and fake wigs. Take off my fake mustache cover up. I really have a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he peels off this skin. He's like, actually, I have a full beard take underneath. Off my green screen tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we are on the audio version of the podcast, and this is where we shoot the shit and talk about. The, the secret, secret topic. topic, the ever so juicy secret topic. Um, yeah, and David Copeland, yes. this is brought to uh, us by David Copeland. He said, if you have him on, man, you have to ask him <laughs> about the night we had when we dragged him to a drag queen show in Austin. What? What's Listen, that about? Like I said, it's a blur. He had a knife on you, right? The whole time? What's that? He's like, you're coming with us. He's like, you're coming with us. No, I mean, listen, man. When when I'm at cons, and, like, I love after-con feasts. I love just partying after cons. That's that's my thing. I love it. But, um, so, yeah, we went to, man, I don't even remember the name of the bar. But we went to uh, one bar. It was a a drag show going on. And we had the most fun, dude. Like, we we ended up being friends with the made friends with the bartender. I'm still Heck friends yeah. with him on Facebook now. And just Lloyd Lloyd Townsend, he's awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, it was just the the funnest time. Um, it was one of those nights where you get there and you drink until like you throw up, <laughs> and then you, and then you're sober, and then you just drink more to your drunk rally. again, and then you it's throw up again. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, it's a rally, and it it was just so much fun. Um, we pretty much closed it down. It, it, I, yeah, yeah. It, I don't where, know. Where were the drag queens? 
All over. Oh, he was at a drag queen show. Oh, my bad. Did you get glitter on you? Because there's no way. Um, you didn't get glitter on you. I, I don't think I did actually. I don't know. I did. <laughs> oh my how, did you stay, how did you stay glued? <laughs> because every time I really remember, every time we tried to get close to the stage, it was packed. And every time oh. we tried to get close to the stage, like we would just get like like swarmed in, and we can you know get that close. But yeah, so no, yeah, no glitter. So yeah. now I feel bad. Now I want to go back just yeah, to <laughs> just to get some glitter. You gotta, you gotta go it. back. You gotta have those ten dollar bills ready you gotta to two times. Yes, <laughs> two pukes equal one good night. Mm-hmm. I so. used to go to a lot of drag shows. I did community theater, and I did. I actually was in a production of Rocky Horror, and mm-hmm. um, that show, as you can imagine, got wild. And. Uh, a lot. We had a lot of drag queens in the show. Actually, I don't know how if you know drag queens, but I actually got to perform with Bianca Del Rio, um, Courtney Act, and Michelle Visage, which are three famous drag queens. Um, so that was cool. So I got a lot of glitter on me. A lot of glitter. <laughs> I, I went to one um, Rocky Horror show. I went. Well, I've only been to one. Um, so yeah, I went to my first one. It was two years ago hmm. and um actually i, I wore frankenfurter to it yeah. it was so much fun oh I'm so much fun is, is frankenfurter it's... on your instagram because i need oh, yeah. to yes it's on it me. will yeah. change your life the way goliath so it... changed mine like you you blew open I, I, like all like, possibilities I love, for I love me man Rocky. i don't know how to take that that's no. a compliment right like, oh yeah oh yeah okay you, yeah. you showed me that cosplay has no limitation but your imagination it was an animated like series, man. That shit wasn't supposed to work in real life, and you made it work. So, kudos to you. Isn't Jordan Peele working on one? Yes. Supposedly. He's supposedly. Yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah. I'm all for anything Jordan well, I Peele put, does. I think, I think he, he's adamant that he really wants to do it. I'm not okay. saying that he... Who's you know. not giving him the green light on that? I'm sorry, get but Jordan and, Peele, to me, money. Everything get him and Guillermo de Toro, it's over. Oh, Oh, shit. man. Yeah. That would be the movie we we could only have wet dreams about, and, man. And you know what? Actually, Jordan Peele would actually, I think, be the perfect director because he has that. Like, first of all, Gargoyles was one of those really progressive shows. Yes. That I mean, it was ahead of its time in the subject matter. So. And Jordan Peele has a great way of telling that type of those that type of narrative. With it being thrilling, and you know what I mean, it's just. Yes. I, I think yeah, he would be the perfect director for something like that. He would bring some realism and suspense, real mm-hmm. suspense to that, yes. and I think make you scared of the gargoyles. Yes, they have to be scary, yeah. but also endearing, and he can do that. Yeah, he can, he can do that very much. So, one question I want to ask on this secret topic that I get to ask on the live cast: future cost plans. Every cosplayer oh, has them. So I just want you to narrow it down because I know you have a million, but I want you to narrow it down to your three cost plans, either 2020 or 2021 that you just you're itching to do or that are the girl you're looking over your shoulder at. Like what's in the cost plan future for Night Mage? Um, I'll tell you after I use the bathroom tomorrow morning. 
literally, <laughs> literally <laughs> is that where you do your thinking dude that that's where 99 percent of all my costume ideas come from is when i wake up in the morning and i'm sitting on the toilet and yep just think of a character i want to be goliath that's the one i like to call those epiphanies Sorry. epiphanies yeah a poopinies would have you been that. <laughs> he wasn't peeing, Gigi. He said he was taking a dump. A poop e poopinies is what It can happen when he's peeing too, though. I don't know. That doesn't seem as cool. Yeah, no. Um, it's like he's giving to the cosplay idea. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to actually just think, like, though, um, I've already done 18 costumes this year. Yeah. Um, I know Galactus is one I want to do. <gasps> Yeah, I want to do Galactus. Um, the cloud, I want to do, right? cloud version. Yeah, of Galactus. course, the cloud. <laughs> just a, a cloud in a hand. I'm gonna get a bunch of oh. cotton and paint it full. And I'm, that's it. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I just that saw your prank inverter, and it's glorious. I think you need uh, to do the cloud okay. one as a prank. You need to do the cloud one as a I prank. Like, like, here's a sneak peek, never full reveal. And then finally at the end, it's like cloud you can, Yeah, you can even do the armor tutorials that you do, build the helmet, and then come out as a cloud. <laughs> Damn it, now I've got to do it. Now I have to do that. Now, and nobody except the people who download the podcast are going to know. So this is going to be excellent for your fan base. It'll just yeah, be like, cloud. holy oh, shit. Oh. Telling you, it's perfect. So other than Galactus, give me two more um, just off the uh, top of here. Because that one's already... <gasps> yeah, I want to do a Ghostbuster. Um, I want to build a proton pack so bad. I think that's just, that Brian. would be so much fun. Yeah, our buddy Brian is like lives and breathes Ghostbusters. Yeah. And he he would love that. I think he would be... If you need any tips or questions, that guy... Definitely. Yeah, He's... please like tell him to hit me up or, or link me to him or something. Because yes. I, I have I have tons of questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll definitely get you together with our with our Ghostbuster friends because we have several. Um, and, and what's the third one? Lastly, uh, Mandalorian. Uh, not not yeah. the Mandalorian, but I just want to do a Your Mandalorian. Version. Yeah, my version of a Mandalorian. A Night Mage Mandalorian would make Living. my 2020 Living. a success. Like, it would flip I'm my so year. That I've is, spoken. Yeah. I've spoken. I am such a fanboy for that show and now the Mandalorian culture as a whole that to see yeah. your take on it would be super sick. This is the way. This, this is, is the way. way. Do, you, the way. do you have any, like, sketches or anything for your, your Mandalorian? No. 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 Like, I, I literally... <laughs> It was like I think when I was making a medieval spawn, um, I did a sketch of like how I how I envisioned things. It was basically like a stick figure. <laughs> and it was just, like I can't draw for anything, man. So when I think of like character designs, it's literally just in my head. I don't. I cannot. I can't put it on paper. I just have to kind of have it in my head and visualize it and do it. So is it trial and error? Like as you're building and fitting it's, and molding and you're like, oh, listen, oh, it is, it is total trial and error. Like, like Casey, when we do a lot of uh, duos together, we're the complete opposite. Like she's a perfectionist. Like she has to have everything, you know, straight, even, no hot glue strands, anything nothing like that. Yeah. I'm a 10 foot rule cosplayer. She's a 10 inch. So 10 feet away, I look amazing. In pictures, <laughs> I look amazing. 
But don't come up inspecting stuff because it's not going to be straight. I'm going to have hot glue everywhere. It's just going to be terrible. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I, don't, I just don't care. Oh, so, yeah, it's, so it's awesome. all trial and error. If I, if I screw something up, then it's just going to be like that. You know, it's battle damage. I don't care. Nice. I love that. Just roll yep. with it. Yes. That's that, awesome. That, that was one of our craziest, most fun podcasts that we've had, man. And it's been nothing. This... I'm sorry, but this pandemic was one of the best things to ever happen to our podcast because now individuals like yourself have the time and can come on the podcast and we get to pick your brains and just hear all your amazing stories because genuinely all three of us, and I'm sure I can speak for Brittany too, we're fans of all of you. Every guest we've had before you and you especially your your bucket list, like you are literally a check oh, yeah. on our podcast bucket oh, list. Man, that that means a lot. Like I kind of what you said, like this whole pandemic was kind of a blessing in disguise in that way. Um, I, I I've been really enjoying watching podcasts and like even like late show uh, talk shows where you're seeing these people at their most kind of vulnerable. They're at yes. home. They're relaxed. No makeup. It's not like no makeup. It's just yeah. them. And Hi. it's it's yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, well. I wasn't I got, gonna say. I wasn't gonna I say. Got, anything, but, yeah. <laughs> I got my little hair and braids and everything. But yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just it's it's um refreshing. It, it humanizes people. Yeah, and it just it's very refreshing. I I love it. So yeah, yes. I I've been really in, enjoying it. Same, same. Yeah. And uh, that that brought up another. Before we go, damn it, I had a question and I really really want to ask it. TikTok, are you on TikTok? I am not, and. Well, actually, I take that back. I am on TikTok, but I've never posted anything. I, I signed up for it like months and months and months ago. Just to get Night Mage, not Night Mage One, right? Exactly. <laughs> beat everyone we, to the punch. We but no, need I, you I, more than anything on TikTok. Dude, I don't know what to do. Like, it's what, literally, literally Instagram just stories. Slow motion video of your cosplay, like. Put some some music over that and just like slow motion of you like turning around, people lose their mind. The my favorite with, thing to do with your uh, cosplay is just recreate scenes. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm Trey so and I do that. <laughs> I'm so lazy. I am so lazy. I. <laughs> so are we? And it takes like three. One of my highest viewed videos was me in the parking lot waiting for my son to get picked up, waiting to pick up my sons, and I'm literally like duetting somebody else. But that's why I think you would like it. Not the organic reach, not the massive fan base that I think you would build relatively quickly. Oh, yeah. But the interaction you get with other cosplayers, it's so... Because I don't have to know you to click your video and duet it and do my version and play off of your video. The creative energy in that space would be right up your wheelhouse. Because you, like, much like myself, we're geniuses lazy always... So we probably won't get around to it, but what drags me in is I love their take on it and I can duet that and get in. And now I know them and they message me and they comment positive things about my take on theirs. And I comment, oh, my, well, I, you did so good. I had to, you know, come correct on it. Right. It's a great way to meet cosplayers okay. from all around the country. And that's how we've all been the able world. to get. Yeah, all around the world. Well, we got to warn you, it's addicting. It is addicting. It Watching God. it is a rabbit hole, man. I, I love watching people's videos. I honestly, yes. I really do. I just, I, I don't know. I just never thought about trying to put one together myself. And once you collaborate with somebody, 
It's like cosplay. You'll get hooked. Like a buddy of mine, he has a Twitch channel. And he was like, oh, yeah, you should come watch me one day. And I'm like, dude, I'm 40 years old. I, I, I feel like that. I feel like I'm that old dude that's out of Bullshit. How do you do You are not 40. Thing? You are yeah. not 40. No. I'll, I'll be 41 in August. No. What? I'm not believing it. I need a driver's license. <laughs> that's some bullshit. I'm going to need some driver's license. No. You look phenomenal. Yeah. By the well, way, thank you. you fucking look phenomenal. Oh, my God. You give me hope for 40. That's all I'm saying. I got hope it's, now. See, I got five more years. It's that bacon and Whataburger. <laughs> bacon, <laughs> bacon and Whataburger, yes. That's, that's the secret. So, that's the secret. Yeah. And Fireball. And Fireball. And Fireball. You need to have some Fireball Bathe in there. Fireball. <laughs> fireball. Yes, that's how I'm going to be. That's how I'm going to make my way to the top of cosplay, guys. It's Fireball. Because then you're too drunk <laughs> to remember or care if, if you look like shit. And then something's going to exactly. click eventually. I love it. Exactly. That's sage-like intel, a sage-like knowledge from the mage, guys. That that's what that Heck was. Yeah. Wait, can I take that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can. I can use that. Okay. All day. All day. That one's yours. That's yours. So All I right. want to thank everybody who listened to the audio version of the podcast. Everybody in Sweden who continues to show us a ridiculous amount of love. Oh my favorite chef. Yeah, yeah. We love all of you Swedes, and we will make it to Sweden, just like Night Mage is doing international cons. Con culture's next. We're taking it worldwide, yes. baby. So yes. thank y'all so much. Be sure to follow Night Mage on Instagram and Facebook. That is it for the live stream and uh, the, the recorded version. Everybody say bye. Peace out. Bye, bye guys. Bye.